Hi, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Fernando. I am a professional psychic medium and spiritual teacher. Um, Everybody calls me Fernie. And for those of you who don't know who I am, you can check out my website at www.fernandomarone.com. You can also find me on Facebook and also on Instagram and sometimes on Snapchat. So on this episode, we are going to discuss spiritual the difference between spiritually inspired versus spiritually evolved and for me this is a very interesting topic because i in my life have always had to analyze and assess where my intentions are coming from where um what i am doing what i am thinking what i am feeling what i aspire towards where that's coming from like what place is that coming from and if you hear uh, howling in the background that's my cat in the she's just she wants to howl today so she's 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 in the background howling um but a lot of people are very spiritually inspired but they aren't necessarily spiritually motivated and and this is a a kind of a thin line to 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 walk because most of us we go through life we go through our lives and we kind of stick to like the basic routine we stick to the things that um really dominate the energy of our life whether that be our families um children have if you have children that tends to dominate a lot of people's lives if you are in a marriage or if you're in a very um and um, significant relationship that also tends to dominate a lot of energy as well um, if you are in financial struggles that tends to to dominate energy Uh, If you've got a lot of health issues or struggles, that's another one. So those are a lot of uh, energy-dominating areas. And usually when you're, you're... focused on one of those one of one if not most of those areas you don't give yourself or have as much um time to focus on spiritual development on spiritual growth on spiritual evolution um i I know a lot of people who they are just dealing with surviving they're trying to survive every day they're trying to focus on the things that will will help them to get that next day whether it's you know making more money because they need another job or they just want their child to be okay so they're mostly focused on those things and they don't necessarily focus on their own spiritual evolution on their own um, development as a spiritual being um, living a human experience and a lot of us get carried away by the human experience i know for me even though i have spent many many years studying and trying to learn trying to understand having spiritual experiences i also find myself sometimes just completely fixated and focused on my human experience and that can be in that can be hugely contrasting to what i understand spiritually you know i can understand a lot of i understand a lot of spiritual ideas a lot of spiritual philosophies and a lot of information and knowledge that i've gained through my personal experience but sometimes my spirit my human experience overrides that better judgment that awareness and understanding because you get so caught up in the moment you get so caught up in what you're dealing with what you're going through um so you know most people spirituality is kind of it's 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 tends to be a it's the word i want to call it it's 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 like it's it's not a priority 
it's not even something that they focus on daily or even moment in, in, in any moment, any given moment. It's more of a luxury. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, some people, they don't eat out every day. They cook at home because it's cheaper. You know, they focus on just surviving. So they eat out, they eat at home. They make their own food. Um, and, and whenever they have the opportunity, then they'll afford themselves the luxury of going out and having, a, a, you know, a meal out in a restaurant somewhere. And I'm not talking about fast food. I mean, you know, a lot of people will go just drive through a McDonald's or go through, you know, a Jack in the Box or something and get something really fast to eat. I'm talking about like an actual restaurant where you sit down and you eat. That's a luxury. And most people don't, uh, most people who are just trying to survive, who are, are on a fixed income or a limited income, they don't do that. Um, and I think most people treat spiritual, they, and I want to throw religion in that. Most people treat spirituality also treat religious practice in that same pile where it's kind of a luxury they don't stick to it as a norm they don't stick to it as a regular routine it's kind of a you know well whenever i get the chance i'll do that and that's that's the mindset um back when i was growing up you know we we used to, we know our 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 sunday catholics and it's like you know for the whole week these people are just like awful people they don't you know they, they they make horrible decisions they treat people very badly but then they show up on sunday at church and they think that everything's you know or oh yeah well i've, I've already gone to church on sunday i'm good i'm good to go you know i don't have to worry about what i've done six days out of the week because on the seventh day i went to church and i i'm sure you all can can um relate to that because i'm sure you know some of you have had those experiences with people where they they do not act in accordance with the spiritual or religious philosophies and doctrines that they've um that they that they uh own in, in essence which they really don't know because they don't follow through with it and spirituality for me is the same thing spiritual evolution is the same thing and you've got people who on social media you know throughout the week they're just copying and pasting these memes about spiritual growth and spiritual evolution and being compassionate being loving people um all they're doing is just liking and sharing liking and sharing these very higher um ideas and principles that help us to be spiritually connected beings um they just like and share but they don't necessarily follow with the principles they don't really follow through with any of that you know most people if there's a disaster they'll say my prayers are with so and so or my prayers are with this or my prayers are with new zealand but are they actually sitting down taking five ten minutes and praying or are just are they just cop you know liking and sharing um and most people just like and share they're not actually spending the time praying for those you know situations they're not doing anything energetically to send energy to, to focus on sending those things to those people i know for me whenever i i don't say that often i don't say like oh i'm praying for you um in most cases it's one of those things where most situations don't require prayers they require human um human changes people to change the way that they react the way they deal with stuff um and 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 sometimes prayers are warranted but people i think are sloppy and they're lazy and they they run to prayer first before they run into their their human potential before they run to, to power and action and we are powerful beings we are are we are designed to cooperate with each other we're designed to work with each other to work towards solving problems to working towards solutions to 
coming together for the greater good. We are designed this way. This is all part of us. But most people don't do that. They're like, oh, my prayers are with you. And then they move on to the next, you know, the next post on Facebook or, or whatnot. And that just irks the hell out of me because it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of effort. It's sloppy. It's lazy. And it doesn't necessarily help you become more spiritual. It doesn't help you become more connected to your fellow human man or human being. Um, so before I send out a prayer to someone, I wonder, is there something that I can do about this specific situations? So if something's gone on or something happens, I do, if I'm not going to participate in the improving of that scenario or situation, then I internally will acknowledge, you know, um, emotional empathy. I will, I will feel towards that. I will feel something towards that. Um, and I will ask myself, is this something that I need to be a part of or is this something I need to participate with? And if it is, then I start to look at what I can do to be a part of it. I don't just say, well, my prayers are with you. Next, next, next post, you know, and, and, and I don't want to be that kind of person. Um, and it's it's that's where we've gotten to. We've gotten to a society where we do not connect fully with the situation. We do not connect fully with circumstances or with other people. We just pretend to, and then we move on to the next scenario or the next situation without giving it any of our actual attention and energy. And you have to look at yourself. And for me, this is something that I've had to deal with myself is looking at myself and looking at what I am going to do and what I'm not going to do. Around the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there are atrocities. There are really difficult, challenging, painful, um, absolutely horrific things happening. And there's always going to be something that isn't right or justified or, you know, good happening in the world. It's, this, is, this is the nature of human condition. This is the nature of the human condition. We come here to have these experiences. We come here to, in insert ourselves in scenarios and circumstances that allow us to grow spiritually that allow us to grow as beings of love of light of compassion but you know not every situation that is wrong that is bad means that it has to be fixed or that it has to be changed i'm not saying that you shouldn't try to change the things that you see that are wrong in the world what i'm saying is like there's we're always going to be bombarded by things happening in the world that we have no control over and if you start to make yourself responsible for every one of those things what you're going to find yourself uh, dealing with is you're going to find yourself dealing with um kind of uh, empathy overload that's what i call empathy overload you know if you you watch the news every day there's always something here around the world in this place and that place or whatever um if it doesn't have any thing directly to do with you and there's really nothing you can do about it then there's nothing you can do about it and you can you know you can say a, a prayer for your for for the situation in your mind you can you know wish it well but there's nothing you can do about it but there are a lot of things you can do something about and i think that's the problem is that we get to a place where we you know we think you know we we don't do we wish well on situations, but the things that we actually can do something about, we don't get involved in. Um, 
And I call it kind of like a lack of priority, prioritizing what really matters to us, what's important to us. You know, when I think about uh, just this past week, I was uh, reading about this uh, group of people. There's like millions, like, I think there are millions by now who they want to go and storm Area 51. Now, granted, I'm like, I want to know if there are craft being, you know, maintained there. I want to know if they, there are alien artifacts there as well. I would love to know that. But we've also got, you know, thousands and thousands of people in cages on the borders who do not need to be there, um, who do not need to be treated that way, who need human compassion. Uh, and this is, this is not about politics. We're not talking about politics here. We're talking about humans and humans being treated in an inhumane way by a country, by a, a people who, who, who hold to values that they're not sticking to. Um, if, if you're a Christian and you don't believe in kill, if you're a Christian and you uh, are holding to the Ten Commandments, which is thou shall not kill, thou shall not do this, thou shall not do that, and yet you are justifying the killing of a human being, you are a hypocrite and you are going against the doctrine that you aspire to, that you uh, assigned yourself to, to, to connect with. So you have to really look at yourself like what do you stand for what do you stand for and for me it's like why are all these people going to go storm area 51 when they can go and help to improve the circumstances and the conditions that are happening at the southern border with all these people in cages again we are not talking about politics i'm not saying i don't agree with holding people to process them because you just don't want to let everybody flood into a country and override the the system you know it's not designed to, 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 to keep up with that. Uh, I'm talking about people who are not receiving, you know, who can't bathe every day, who are not eating regular meals, who are being separated by their families and then being lost in the system to the point where they have to do blood and DNA testing to find out who the hell you're related to. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the politics of it. I'm talking about the human, um, the human, the hum humanitarian behaviors, the humanitarian actions behind all of that. And I think we just, we're just so, we're sometimes we're just so like, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all want to storm Area 51 and we've got all this whole actual situation. You know, what's going on in Area 51? That's a hypothetical. You know, that's a hypothetical. But we've got real issues going on in the southern border that we can all help out with. What the hell are y'all thinking? And that's where I'm at. That's where I come from mentally. Is like we need to prioritize what we can and cannot do and what is important for us as a people, as human and spiritual beings. So for me, we go through life and we there are a lot of things we we can't do anything about there it's out of our control it's around the world it's something that has unless you're going to actually transform your life you're going to buy a ticket fly out to wherever the issues are happening really you're really not going to be able to help with a lot of things that are going wrong in the world but there's a lot you can help out with there's a lot you can do that align with your capacity that align with your beliefs that allow align with your ability to make a change and that's i think what we need to focus on is is not trying to raise every single issue and every single thing up because it's just an issue. It's just a thing. There's there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something. Um, I'm very careful with what I focus my energy on or with what I put my energy into because I know that if I start trying to tackle every single thing that comes up, I'm going to get burnt out and I'm not going to be able to keep up with all of it. And not only that, but I probably will not be effective in helping to improve the situation. So if something comes up and it means something really, it's, it's really something that 
that touches me or that I connect with, then I'll throw myself into that. I'll do something to change that. I'll put my money where my mouth is. Um, but it's not everything. I can't, I can't focus on every single injustice that happened in the world because that will make me nuts. That will drive me insane. And it's the same thing with, with you guys. I think that you need to really look at what's, what means something to you, what matters to you, what's important to you, how you really connect with something. Instead of trying to be a champion for every single injustice in the world, pick the things that matter the most and put your money where your mouth is. Take action. Focus on those. Be, if you want, be an activist for that. If not, all you have to do is just find a way to contribute to that situation and then let that be it for you. Um, so I think that's where, um, we need to be as a, as a people instead of, you know, become getting all worked up over every single thing that is going on in the world, find the things that matter the most to you and get involved. Um, and, and there, like I said, there's always going to be something that's, that's not going right in the world, but this is the nature of the world. This is the nature of physical reality. This is why we come here because we are spiritual beings seeking a human experience. So we insert ourselves into circumstances around the world to go through certain hardships so that we can evolve, we can grow, we can develop in, in, in a spiritual capacity that allows us to receive more of God, more of awareness, more um, love and compassion, etc. I don't, and sometimes, and I will say this, even though I I get that spiritually, I understand that spiritually, there are times where I don't agree with it. (laughs) There are times where I'm like, screw that, fuck that. No, like that's not right. That's not right that that is happening. I don't care if we are spiritual beings and, you know, we come here and whatever, like that's just not right. You know, I, I, my my human my and this is where the human disconnect happens between my human self and my spiritual self because my human self's like screw that you know i did not as a child choose to be in a cage being treated like this or having you know being sexually abused by um border officials i didn't choose to um be thrown into a concentration camp by the nazis that's screw that fuck that i'm no that i don't agree with that that's the human part of me but the spiritual part of me is like yes you did. You don't remember. You don't understand it. You don't have to continue that process if you choose not to. You have the freedom to choose something different. But on a spiritual higher level, you chose these circumstances. This is what you signed up for. Um, and it's not always easy to. It's not always easy to um, resolve that conflict within me because on a human side, I just, I, you know, I see things and I experience things and I'm like, screw this. This is not right. But on a spiritual level, I get it. Um, and that's, that's, that's what we all, um, sometimes have to deal with when we are aspiring to spiritual development, spiritual evolution. You know, you have it's, uh, using Jesus as an example. If you, if you look at the stories about Jesus and I call them stories about Jesus because you can't really definitively say that, um, that that is exactly how things happen. Things may have happened very differently. And because, you know, the first writings about the man that we all know as Jesus were not written until what a few um a few uh decades after his existence um if you want to look at the first texts that talk about him and his teachings and his actions and all that stuff um but they they basically say that this was just you know this was a man who had very higher spiritual knowledge he 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 was very in touch with higher spiritual principles he understood um our capacity as humans to 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 
go further, to become more, to connect with with the the our divine um, our divine nature. And he he proved it with his with his actions. He proved it through different uh, circumstances where he showed how much more we could, how much more we possessed as spiritual beings. Um, but then he also went to a church and you know basically got out a little out of control, got rowdy, and started to turn tables over, beating the hell out of everybody because he didn't agree with the fact that they were selling stuff in front of a church, a temple that was meant to connect with the divine, to connect ourselves with God, and yet people were trying to make money off of that. So he didn't agree with that. Um, And so it's like you you look at the spiritual being that was Jesus, and you look at some of the acts and the behaviors and the words, and then you look at the actions, and you can tell that there was also conflict there as well. I mean, it's the whole reason why he went up to Yosemite and um, was like, you know, I don't I don't want to, I, I don't know if I want to do this or go forward with what I feel is my destiny or what I'm supposed to do, and, you know, his connection to divine is like, you signed up for this, this is what you chose to do, you gotta do it, you know, this is what you did for, this is what you, you prepared for. Um, but you know, he spent quite a bit of time, according to the text, he, he spent quite a bit of time becoming this person. Most people don't realize that they're, you know, they hear the stories of Jesus when he was, you know, 12 years old and then he disappears for like, what from 12 to 30 he disappears and then he pops back up again at 30 the spiritually evolved spiritual um aware person and being and uh people don't ever question like where the hell where the hell were you what the hell were you doing for the last um some odd years and you know how did you go from being a child um or teenager to becoming this really very evolved being and um, a lot of people don't realize that there's a history about jesus during that period where he traveled the world he had heard about other people other spiritual teachers and he felt what he felt but he also wanted to connect what he felt spiritually to what he understood as a human and so he traveled around there are stories about him in india um there are stories about him in, in tibetan um literature about him visiting with uh tibetan monks or with uh, buddhist monks um there are stories of him visiting with yogis in india learning from them understanding their philosophies their um their their philosophies and their spiritual knowledge he learned about them and what they all believed in and he used that to basically structure his own theories his own ideas what he was feeling as he was growing and becoming more of a um more of a spiritual human being from his feelings i mean he he many times in the course of my life and I can totally understand where he was going, what he was going through, because in the course of my life, I experienced things. I've had certain situations where what I am taught or what I naturally, how I naturally would react does not align with what I feel spiritually and internally. And so I have these experiences that basically confirm or validate what I'm feeling spiritually or internally, even though they contradict the teachings that I was given. They, they contradict my conditioning um, as a human being from my family, from my culture. So I understand what that may have been like. And I think that he went through this period where he was trying to understand, he was trying to explore the potential that he possessed and figuring out who he really was, that he really was this divine being. Um, and I think that he represents 
and he made it clear to us, you know, what I do, you can also, you you can do also. It's like, hey, I'm not the only person that can do this. You can do it as well. And I totally connect with that message because it's, I'm always telling people, even though I'm a professional psychic, I'm a professional medium. I have had, you know, opportunities to connect people with their loved ones in spirit and really validate that through the communication, through the information that comes through. Um, I always tell people, you can do what I do. There's no difference between myself and others. Yeah, I may have come in, you know, being able to play a piano key a little bit better or being able to um, pass on messages or connect divinely with, with those in spirit a little bit better. But we can all do it. It's not like this is a special magical thing that only I can do. We can all do it. And that's where um, that's where I think the message was lost, is that people get so caught up in these spiritual teachers and leaders and you know muhammad and buddha and um uh, krishna and uh, jesus that they 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 just put them on these pedestals they put them on this higher position and those you know and and the message keeps coming back you can do what i can do you know you are just as sacred as i you can you have this power you have this ability and we're like oh wow that's awesome but you know you help me you save me you do for me you do for me and it's just the the message is lost and we instead of looking at ourselves instead of developing ourselves spiritually growing ourselves spiritually we want somebody else to do it for us um and i think that the message with with christianity and with jesus specifically just because and i don't mean to you know push christianity in your faces i I use this as an example because this is what i was raised in i was raised in the catholic faith but the message is you can do what i can do here's how you do it oh no we don't want to do all of that you just save us you are going to be our savior and you save us you 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 know we, we we're not we don't have that potential and and we don't want to do the work to to achieve that potential so we would rather just you be our savior i mean i can just imagine you know if i had been jesus in that time i'm like really like really you know i'm here i am giving you all the tools helping you to understand what I know, what I've learned through my travels, what I've understood through my own personal journey. And you don't want to do the work. You don't want, I'm giving you shortcuts here and you're not taking the shortcuts. You would rather just, I be your savior and save you from, you know, from yourselves, but you're going to continue to choose to be the same. Like what the hell is that? And I think that comes down to the message of the the podcast, which is we get, we're, we're such a, spiritually um deficient species we you know we may try we may act like we understand things spiritually we may act like we're evolved but when we are just focused on the things that we are consumed by every day and we don't come from a place of heightened compassion of cooperation of love of understanding um we miss we miss things we miss the mark we sin and when i say sin because a lot of people you know people don't realize what words they use and the word sin a lot of people as soon as they 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 hear the word sin the word sin means evil wrong bad um and that's not what it means at all the word sin is based in the uh in in an ancient aramaic uh language and all it means is to miss the mark meaning when you are shooting a bow and arrow when you're aiming for something and you don't 
you don't hit the mark, you don't hit the bullseye, you've missed the mark. That's what the word sin actually means. So when you hear people using the word sin, it's based in an ancient language that means something very different from what we we as religious uh, as a religious culture have uh, assigned its uh, its new meaning to. So it doesn't mean evil, bad, wrong. It means missing the opportunity to hit our goal. And so when we do not come from a place of compassion, of love, of understanding and awareness of empathy, we've disconnected ourselves from our true nature, from our innate ability as spiritual beings, and we've we basically become consumed by the circumstance. We've become consumed by our lower human um, vibration, and we sin. We miss the mark. We do not achieve um, the goal, and there's an opportunity that we, we don't... Um, that we've missed. We've missed an opportunity to become something more, to connect with the higher aspect of our divine nature. So I think that as a people, as a society, we need to look at ourselves. Um, and I'm not saying we're responsible for fixing ourselves as a whole, but I myself, you know, I try to I really try to come from a place of spiritual awareness. It doesn't always work. I get caught up as well, just as you do, but I am aware of it. And I still, at the end of the day, once I've had my, my bitch fit, I go back and take a look at how I reacted and how and what I did. And whether it's coming from a place that aligns with what it is that I am trying to understand, trying to encompass, trying to achieve. Am I coming from a place of higher spiritual connection spiritual understanding or am i just being a human asshole <laughs> and and i think that um we all should do that we all should not just go to church on sunday we should be in church every day in our minds trying to really hold up to the values and the moral um ideas and the philosophies that we aspire that we claim to possess that we claim to represent and uh it's it's not easy it's not an easy path to walk it's not an easy thing to do um and so when we look at things that are happening in the world injustices that are happening in the world you know what can we do to fix the situation um, a majority of, of the people in my direct life, in my in my surroundings right now where I am at in New Mexico, they're very liberal. They're very, you know, very leftist. Um, but I also uh, I have tons of friends and I have a lot of family members who are who are on the right and they don't agree politically. They don't agree with uh, a, a lot of things. But when it comes down to the things that we all do agree on, it's the same thing. We all want to be safe. We all want to be healthy. We all want to have the ability to be healthy. We all want to be able to survive and thrive and earn a stable living. We want to, we want to be able to support our, ourselves and our families. So it's the same values, but they there's just different tactics. It's different um, mindsets that, that come into play here. I was talking to Ed a few days ago, and I said, you know, there are four things that divide humanity. There are four things that divide us as a people. The first thing being... Um, your your personal experience your personal experience and how others 
do not understand where you're coming from. They do not understand what your perspective is because they haven't lived it. You know, it divides us. Um, it has the potential to to unite us, but it divides us because we only see our side of it. We only see our our side, and it's the ego. It's the ego mind. The ego is is the personality aspect of yourself that retains that human nature, that retains that perspective of it's it's me, 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 me. So that's that's one. It's the ego. The ego separates us. Um, I said number two is religious or religious beliefs, uh, because even though you may call yourself spiritual, there are a lot of people who are very religious or very connected to their faith. And if their faith is the enemy of another faith or if their faith is the only faith, then they use it. Uh, they weaponize their faith. They weaponize the religious affiliation, and it becomes a thing that separates us. And it shouldn't be that. It should be something that unites us, not that separates us. So religion separates us. Um, tribalism is another one where we only line up with the people that we um, that we. That, and tribalism can be attributed to two things. It can be attributed to race and culture. It can be also be attributed attributed to politics and you know in your political affiliation as a tribe. It's a tribe that you uh, are connected to, that you are um, linked up with. And your race or your culture is another tribe. So tribalism, you know, the fact that you know our tribe must survive or our tribe is the only one that matters, and most of us immediately will revert to some of those basic elements um and and for us as people you take away our skin color you take away our religious affiliation you take away where we grew where we were raised and all of that we still all have had very similar experiences we've had um human experiences and we don't use that enough to to connect ourselves to to come together to cooperate as people and we, we have the potential. Um, I think it was like the day before yesterday, we were on a walk. And my partner, he worries because he's like, if everything fell apart, you know, I feel like we would destroy ourselves. And I told him, I said, no, I don't think so. I said, yeah, I think we watch too many Hollywood movies where if something falls apart or something doesn't work or I don't know, you wouldn't even think about like the zombie movies and stuff. People turn on each other. They start taking advantage of each other and they destroy each other. And I think to myself, no, I think when it comes down to it, when you look at every event in the world, whenever there's been some sort of a catastrophe or event where people have lost or people were in a position where nothing except surviving matters, people tend to come together. You know, in, in Houston, when, when the Harvey event happened, I heard so many stories about people helping each other out, people who were neighbors who never even talked to each other. And the moment that Harvey happened and they they lent their hand out to their neighbor, they went across the street and helped them clean up their own homes. You know, people came together. And that's part of our nature as these higher spiritual beings is to cooperate, to work with each other for the common good, for survival, for thriving. Um, and when it comes down to it, when you take everything away, and you just put us in a situation where we have to survive, we come together in most cases to help each other out to survive those circumstances. Now, granted, there are always going to be, you know, these people who, no, 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 it's all about me. I'm only going to focus on myself, every man for himself. But the majority of people, I believe, 
we'll come together to help each other out. We'll come together to achieve things. So, um, and it's funny because we we always talk about these scenarios. And he's like, "What if you know the the everything falls apart and we're we're stuck with living in these small communities?" I feel like we would, you know, because we're gay, we would be we would be hurt, we would be killed, we wouldn't be able to survive. We would be shunned by the community or we'd be in danger. And I said, "No." I said, "I don't believe that." And I choose not to believe that because when you are trying to survive and you have to plant crops or you have to just focus on everyday tasks that will keep you alive, every person is going to serve a purpose. Every person is going to serve a purpose. Every person matters because that's someone that can help you keep your own family alive. And if we work together, we can accomplish more together than if we try to just live in our own little worlds, live in our own little like units and not necessarily help each other out. So I, I don't believe that at all. So some of those differences, whether someone's gay or someone's black or someone's white or someone, you know, is trans or someone is a, a Republican or a Democrat or whatever, none of those things are going to matter when you just have to focus on planting fields and getting those crops you know set up or you know going and 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 tilling the fields or doing what you have to do to survive because you don't have time to think about those things they don't matter in that moment you have to survive so surviving is going to be the primary objective so those things are not going to matter when the person that you are working with to achieve those goals is different it doesn't matter you have to survive so i believe the opposite i believe that we our compassion kicks in our empathy kicks in and i think in, in in this day and age the internet has been a great thing because it's connected all of us but it's it's also it's also served to create more div- divisiveness with some of the issues that we all feel so connected with and um it's it's sad because it has really the potential to connect us and instead it's served as a divisive tool as a weapon um for all of us so it's one of those things where okay you know it's it's you, you have to think about what matters to you, what's important to you, and focus on the things that matter. Focus on the things that you actually can change. Um, don't just shoot out prayers to everybody and do and, and actually spend not one minute saying an actual prayer or going through the ritualistic process of praying. Um, it's, it's, it, that doesn't matter. If you have the ability to act, to do something, then do it. Do it. Um, it's in your power. It's in your ability. And uh, yeah, so I love you all. I hope that you got something from this podcast. Again, if you want to know more about me uh, and what I do, and if you want to connect with me directly, you can just check out my website, www.fernandamarone.com. You can also find me on Facebook and on Instagram and sometimes on Snapchat. I look forward to our next time together. Until then, I hope you have an amazing day and also an amazing week. Bye-bye.